Welcome to Change with Michelle Richmond. I hope you enjoy this conversation with my soul sister, Giselle Gamby and I, as we prepare to co-facilitate our fifth retreat together, four of them in Kenya. This is ultimately a conversation about freedom. The freedom to acknowledge the thresholds you've placed on yourself and the blind spots that keep these thresholds in place. The freedom to be in the fullness of your humanity, your humanity being a portal to infinite possibility that exists beyond the world you've always known. The freedom to experience the magic of being in the divine ecosystem of soul family. The freedom to say yes to your soul and not your schedule. The freedom to ask yourself, What are you really scared or even terrified of? The freedom to walk on fertile ground and allow 2023 to be your breakthrough year. The freedom to say yes to the calling of this lifetime. Bucket list. Experience in Kenya in May. And the freedom to create breathtaking ripples by giving to yourself from a place of radical generosity. Whether you're pulled to join us in Kenya or not, the tone of this episode is one that will have you ask yourself questions rather than stay in the status quo of your unconscious thinking, behavior, and experience of life. So this is a, Jizzy, and we're choosing to have a breakthrough year this year and carry that energy into the people that we have the privilege to walk beside to have breakthrough years as well. And so this is an exciting conversation to really dive down into what what does a breakthrough year actually mean? What is that energy in that that would see both you and I rise and shine and the people that, in the many ways that we offer, not just safari, uh, to, to work with and create space for, to have that breakthrough year. And there are so many amazing elements that contribute to that, not only in like what are the external results, but something I was very aware of yesterday. It was a conversation of a client realizing, ticking a list that they first started um, the energy behind in 2011 when I first worked with them. They realized the external results, publishing a book, losing weight. But what was really heartwarming is they felt happy, was the happiness that they were experiencing. So I'm very present to a breakthrough year, yes, being about external results, but ultimately it is what is the light that shines from within that fuels those external results. I'm with you 100% on that, and I I just want to say for the people that don't know Michelle and I, or I, or Michelle, (laughs) is is that Michelle and I have walked this path together for about 25 years and we wouldn't see each other very often because sometimes we lived in different countries but each time we would come together there would always be magic that would be occurring always it was like time would pass 
we wouldn't even talk about the content of our lives and then when we would meet we'd be walking parallel paths without even knowing that and then more recently Michelle and I have been walking together really every weekly on a weekly basis because we are part of a mastermind together with uh with a coach beautiful coach called Daniel Batten and one of the things that I love so much about walking that path with you Michelle is that we don't know where we're walking to we don't know where we're we're adventure to right the mystery we are so intuitively led we are so surrendered to that intuitive pull we so know that grace has our back we so know that the plans that we make could never be as grand as the plans that are made for us absolutely can you imagine 30 years ago 10 years ago even that we would even be doing this you know traveling together through kenya bringing you know people that we love working with us on this adventure but you know as gavin said in one of our previous clients it's a an adventure that changes everything. So the ever, you know, we are the evidence that following the intuitive pull, saying yes, even when it makes no sense, leads to places that you would never imagine. And that, if someone said to me, that's so courageous. Like once I told someone I was doing something, I was moving with my kids, and she said, you bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> and she said, I don't have any kids. I, you know, have no responsibilities and I wouldn't have the courage just to resign from my job, leave Sydney and move somewhere I don't know anyone. And the beauty of uh, walking this path is, is the path itself that fuels the courage because the trust and the courage come from taking the next step and then seeing the magic of that, seeing things come in that you wouldn't imagine or seeing people come in that support, I know both of us evolution to go to that next step, to create new seeing, to give us the wisdom or the information or the understanding that supports um, you and us to create pure magic. And I had some people at a dinner conversation the other night here at Tarangal, which is my retreat in Kenya, which I never imagined creating. And I started building a little house. Now I have a mini mansion. And we're sitting at the table and my intention was that Tarangal, whether it's people who come here on retreat or people come here for a holiday, that everyone, for everyone, it ignites some form of magic. And here we were, a group of strangers around a table, having the most extraordinary, magical, creative conversation. Two of the people at the table and Nev, my partner, is now going to support because they're two women from Holland who are new in agribusiness. Nev's going to you know, mentor them a little and support them in the business. So out of nowhere, it was effortless creation. And I think if we looked back at our safari in November last year, we saw the evidence of generosity and effortless creation, ripple effects of big magic happening in Kenya for, for people. So we, you know, fueled the 
um, and period poverty campaign, which supports girls. We supported kids at Kipchungar. We supported somebody who loves family here, Morris, who came on safari with us. But also what happened on that safari, it opened Nev, my partner's mind, who wasn't even with us. And it started um, a campaign that his company is now um, starting to end period poverty on the Ugandan border where he works. So I think from living in this energy, creation is effortless. And that's where the magic is. When I think back to our time in Kenya in November, did we know any of that was going to happen when we first began on day one? Not at all. It all started with your conversation, your podcast with Alia some, maybe some months before. So there are, you know, another ripple effect that happened from that um, podcast you did was I met Susan, her mom. We had lunch in Kenya. We just had what she calls a life-altering conversation, which now sees her living in Kenya from Australia and actually living on 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 purpose, what she actually wanted to do. There was a ripple effect of that podcast you did with Elia, a lunch with Susan, and now they're living here as a family, doing exactly what they want to do. We could not have seen any of that, let alone the number of girls that we've supported or our fellow adventurers have supported through travelling with us. Yeah. Let alone opening Nev's mind. And I have to say, when he was looking at the menstrual cups in the kitchen, he came out and said, I don't have to explain to them how to use them. Today. <laughs> <laughs> that was his most traumatising moment. I'm happy to help, but please don't make me explain, if you can imagine. Oh, he's an that, engineer, makes, so. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> all sorts of joy happening. Oh, oh. Oh my goodness. So I think the point here, the point here is that when people think that they know what is going to happen, you know, even five-year plans and 10-year plans and even one-year plans, when people think that they know what is going to happen, they have so limited what is actually possible. Right. I, f I find that even with the word goals, I don't use the word goals because then it re represents like there's two posts and there's some degree of skill to get that through the post and I know I'm really uncoordinated that's never going to happen so you know the power of intention is you open up to the field of infinite possibility a one-year five-year plan you like you said you almost put your future in a box and uh, of what the potential capacity can look like and that's I think the most exciting thing for me about working in this space is awe and wonder is a constant mm. and I've always said when I stop feeling mm. awe and wonder every day by the clients I work with is the, the day I just go do property development and stop doing coaching it's that's the magic for me is every day I get to experience it and you get to experience and on safari it's accelerated because it's like putting magic in a container with the intelligence 
of everybody, not just you and I, but we bring the intelligence of all the people that are traveling with us together collectively to work collaboratively for 12 days in a container like that for 24 hours a day, like magic happens in our dreams, we've learned. People wake up with the extraordinary. That opens up ripples of impact, you know, breathtaking ripples of impact. We could never imagine. And it's just awe and, awe and wonder every single day. What I'm noticing as we're creating, this episode is being created as we, as we are present with ourselves and each other. <clears throat> what I'm noticing is that uh, there, yes, this conversation is for anybody who is listening to this podcast. And transformation, transformation can happen for anyone who is listening to this podcast. It doesn't have to relate to Kenya. And what I'm also really noticing in this conversation, as opposed to other conversations that you and I have had, is that we are also very, 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 very much talking about Kenya. And I feel even as I'm speaking right now, I feel like this, this vortex. I feel like we're in this bubble of energy, this, this energetic field where the words that are spoken today are pulling people, calling people, speaking to people specifically about giving themselves the experience of Kenya from a place, maybe from a place of it being a no-brainer and also from a place of it, it being a, a radically generous gift to self more than they have before. And not only that, I'm also thinking of the people who think that they don't have the time to give themselves 12 days way out of their lives because they've got you know hey we do too they've got you know really successful businesses they've got families to look after they've got responsibilities to take care of i'm also speaking to those because should those circumstances get in the way of someone being pulled to come what happens when people agree, when we agree, I have agreed too at times, to circumstances getting in the way of that pull, what happens? Creativity shuts down. We've, we've witnessed it time and time again. It's like you're saying no to your soul. Mm. You're saying yes to your schedule and no to your soul. And my, my knowing it's not even my sense. My knowing is if you think, you, if you hear the intuitive call and you know it's a yes from you and you then go into, oh, I don't have time, that's your fears, inhibitions and limitation because, in fact, you don't have time not to because what's created here accelerates what happens when you go, back to your team, back to your home, back to your family, back to your business, like a million fold in ways that we couldn't imagine. And we saw that on the last safari where Cam came with, you know, a challenge of an investment of a million, you know, losing a million plus dollars each of the investors when he arrived 
to creating coherence and alignment in his thinking, his moving through his limitations and his way of seeing the world, that he actually called in the investor that was perfect for him. And by the time he left the safari, instead of each player losing a million, that it was game on and they had the right investor with the right, right values to support his project forward. Yeah, exactly. And he could have said, you know, there's chaos going on in my life, like serious chaos, right, serious financial chaos. I don't, I can't come. I've got to work on this. And he didn't. Yes. He surrendered. He did it. Yes. And he got the goods more than what he expected because not only did he get that in 3D life, you know, the perfect investor to go forward where it could have all fallen down and there could have been financial catastrophe, but he got to experience a new version of himself, more importantly. Yeah, absolutely, right? The investment was just the external reflection of who he got him to experience himself to be. But can just say to let go of some really heavy shiitake that he didn't even realise he was carrying mm. in a very effortless and graceful way. In an hour, he shifted some really big, heavy stuff. He didn't burdens he didn't even realise that he'd taken on as his own. Yeah. And so who he left as was not the same person yeah. as who arrived. Yeah. And that's where the real value is. Yeah, and, I, and I've been busting to say this and, and it's, it's time to say this because it's related to what you were just speaking about. I've been busting to say that if you have the pull and yet you've been putting circumstances that you've actually really convinced yourself about as to why you possibly can't give yourself 12 days in Kenya, my question to you is what are you actually scared of? What are you terrified. actually scared of? Terrified even, that's it. What are, you, what are you actually terrified of? And, you know, that's a question for the listener to go toward. And so Michelle and I are holding space for that and, of course, welcome conversations Absolutely. with you, if that's the case, to explore but I want to frame, I want to frame this question, what are you scared of, in the context of we've been talking about this theme for our year, Michelle, that this year is another breakthrough year. You and I have had many breakthroughs along the way, but there are those really momentous breakthrough years. And I can remember my last one, which was 10 years ago. And it's time to have, it's a time we can both feel that we couldn't find the words for it until a couple of weeks ago. And then thanks to our coach, he said, oh, what you're talking about is a breakthrough year. It was like, damn it, that's it. It's a breakthrough year. We know that it's not a breakthrough year for everybody. We know that there's some integration for some people to do, that it's not yet time. And we also know that it is absolutely time for a massive, one of those massive momentous breakthrough paradigm shifting world changing years for some people and so here's here's the point that i want to make too around you know the example that we gave about that gentleman that came and even about 
the question that I asked, what are you really scared of? And that is that we place thresholds on ourselves on how loving and powerful we can be. We don't know that we place these thresholds on how loving and powerful we can be because we have blind spots. And we all do. do. And, and we all do. And it doesn't matter how successful you are. You and I know, both know that we've worked with <clears throat> from some extremely successful people who still have, who still have blind spots. We have blind spots. We've, this has been, why are we talking about a breakthrough year? Because you and I have been owning up to the thresholds that we've placed on ourselves. You and I have been owning up to the blind spots that have created a sense of powerlessness in today's life that had nothing to do with who we are today, but everything to do with our history that we have not acknowledged. That we've either, you know, Just for me, pushed away, ignored, got on with life which sometimes serves us, right, because it moves us past those times. But it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. As I say, it serves us until it doesn't. Right. That it gets to a point where it's like sometimes that perpetuates us to push through, push through, push through, and then it becomes a, a cap on things. And then it's like actually we're choosing to go to new levels of freedom or actually just to freedom and well, I can wholeheartedly say freedom is the ultimate gift and you and I had a conversation a few weeks ago um, when you said you don't show what's right under your nose and you know just a little segue left right that's the power you know we have each other we have Daniel we have our mastermind and it's that collective the bouncing of each other holding space for each other, being able to see the truth, to be able to see through those blind spots that we hold for each other. And when you asked me that question, we had to chunk down a little bit, but ultimately it was the freedom of which I lived my life, mm. the freedom through which I make decisions. And to me that is, is priceless. So when you're in that fear, that terror, or just that you feel that the excuses in your mind or the blame or the reasons why you can't come, ask yourself, what's the true price of freedom? What are you willing to surrender or give up to be free? And you might know the answer to what that what is, but you could change the question and say, are you willing to surrender everything to be free? Wow. Are you willing to surrender everything to be truly free? I can imagine some fear arising for the listeners for what they would make that mean that I have to surrender everything to be free. Can you speak to what you mean by that? Does it mean that I have to give up my relationship? Does it mean that I have to 
leave my 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 work give up my business does it mean any of those things no it actually means you just have to give up your bs your bullshit (laughs) stories (laughs) (laughs) you know it means surrender you know the beautiful surrender the piece about surrender is surrender everything that you're holding on to that no longer serves you i just had this extraordinary experience in india which came from saying yes to going to India to support a beautiful friend. I went for Panchakarma. It was nothing about Panchakarma. It turned out to be about an experience I had in a temple in a rice field in um, southern India where I walked into the temple and just burst into tears for no reason. And the poor little man in there who didn't speak English was doing arty and I was sitting there just sobbing just tears, like literally (laughs) physically sobbing and walked out and was walking down the road in the dark going, what was that? And then I heard the words, you just met yourself. And so it it was a willing to surrender into that, Mm. even though I don't know what that really on a very mental construct means, but I knew that the visceral experience was moving like just surrender and let those tears flow even though it felt weird and made no sense and then when I heard those words just to surrender into those words without trying to give them meaning or context or apply them to my life was just like wow that was that was an extraordinary experience and then I accidentally was, you know, went uh, to another, to a place called Oroville and ended up in this place that's invitation only without going into the story that, you know, you normally have to walk 10 days ahead, sitting there in meditation in this uh, beautiful dome of consciousness and feeling all of a sudden it felt like all the cells were leaving my body and spinning on the ceiling. It was just amazing. And I went, I was like, wow, this is wild, right? It was out of my realm of knowing. So I started at my toes and surrendered everywhere I could just feel contraction or like I was holding on to something and went through my entire physicality, just surrendering anywhere I felt tightness in my body and then surrendering my nervous system. Then I surrendered my brain and my brain just filled with light and I surrendered my mind and my my headspace has been so clear. My meditation has just been spot on clear ever since I got back. I could not have designed that experience. I went to do Panchakarma and I came away having the most extraordinary mind-blowing, unable to decipher with my mind what happened. So that's a very extreme (laughs) example of surrendering, but it's just surrendering to whatever comes up and going, you know what, I don't know this, and I don't know what it means, I have no context with my mind, but I'm willing to drop into it, be curious and see. I'm glad you shared your experience because 
one of the Course in Miracles lessons that I love so much and that I actually, before I have a session, I actually consciously say to myself, I say, I don't know what anything is for. If I think I know what that conversation is for, I've just completely limited it. If I think I know exactly. what that retreat is for, I have completely put a cap on it. So, of course, we have intention, right? We have an intention around this as being a breakthrough year. We have intention around uh, seeing our blind spots, seeing where we've placed thresholds on how loving and powerful we can be, seeing how those thresholds do not create freedom and allowing the fullness of our humanity to be here with us because without the fullness of our humanity, without our humanity being a portal, we can't reach into the ultimate truth. We can't reach into the place that exists beyond this 3D physical space. We can't reach into places that go beyond the stories of who we think we are and who, what we think life is. So we know they're the ingredients, right? We know about that. We have intention about that. And we absolutely have intention that this will be an experience that will create breathtaking ripples in the people who come to, on safari and beyond. Absolutely. And we don't know what anything is for. You simply hold the intention. And this is the magic of being away for 12 days, and especially in a place like Kenya, because it is so different for most of us. And because the way that you have so masterfully designed each time I come, this will be our fourth time, you design the most exquisite, exquisite trip that, as I said to you last November, it felt like we travelled to four different places and it felt like each place had a different rhythm. Which so is it, it's intention, right, that the places I choose carry us on a journey and ignite new seeing or shake things up. Or um, So I intentionally choose the flight path, as you can see, on the, the, road, the roads we travel to, to inform our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Our personal journey. Yeah. And and that container holds that premise that we don't know what anything is for. That container holds the invitation and the experience to surrender. And to see beyond our blind spots. And to be curious and open to, you know, infinite possibility and all the creation, like the possibility that exists beyond the world that we've always known. And we have, we see that on a daily basis, we have that privilege. On safari, we see that amplified. Mm -hmm. And we can talk all these words, right? Which we are, all yeah. of them absolutely said from great intention and love and generosity. And the experience is also just so joyful, just such a beautiful experience to give yourself, even if there wasn't any process that we held. <laughs> the experience is magical in itself. And then we have process on top of that. And, oh, my gosh, 
That's why this is my fourth time. <laughs> right? Right. And if you imagine, this is a trip of a lifetime for most people. They come to Kenya on a holiday. It's like on the bucket list. It's a bucket list trip. Then they come and I've, you know, the whole trip is designed with love and with intention. And where we go, I go and check the venues out, test the water pressure. If <laughs> you do. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> and learn every time from experience and yes so not only do we have what most people call a bucket list experience we have a bucket list experience fueled with love fueled with joy with other extraordinary people like everyone who comes brings their own divine intelligence love way of seeing the world and it becomes this playground of creativity that exceeds the mind every time. And it's always we hold the intention of, of who joins us on the trip, that it is the the perfect combination, the perfect almost even like cake mix, that everything comes together beautifully. And that level of which we hold the intent is just a container. I don't actually know that you get anywhere in the world. And it's so much fun, <laughs> <laughs> mainly. <laughs> yes, I, I I agree. Lots of dancing, and <laughs> dancing uh, out on the on the on the plains in the Masai Mara. I remember that time we were singing um, <laughs> <Hedium> Rhapsody," <laughs> and then the, and the rangers were telling us. Uh, we're actually not allowed to be here right now. We actually need to pack up. <laughs> and then we remember, oh, that's right. We're actually on the plains of Africa and there are animals. <laughs> no, it's dust. Lions, not yeah. just animals. And <laughs> <laughs> So we, uh, I think we drank all the wine by that stage and, <laughs> and we headed back and we headed back. And I'm really excited about this one too because I know that uh, we are going to a few new, not to different locations, but a few, to a few new um, accommodations in the Masai Mara and also in Naivasha. So I'm excited to see what you've cooked up there. And the other thing that I wanted to say is, because I remember somebody who came to Croatia uh, just recently said to me something like, I don't know how you did it in terms of, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but in terms of love really working its magic and largely being ego-free and you and I have so much intention because we've also learned from experience that we only want people who feel like soul family. Yes. You become soul family, who become soul family. And from our experience, calling in that soul family is a divine ecosystem in itself. Absolutely, because the journey begins the moment you say yes, as we've seen time and time again, and it doesn't end. Yeah. Because the exactly. connections that are made, made there are a continuum. They keep fueling creativity, innovation, and love. And collaboration. Beyond. And collaboration, the business deals that have done from this, um, the inspiration from each other, it continues on. It's it's. Yeah, it's not a 12-day adventure. 
it's a lifetime adventure yeah. that begins the yeah. moment you say yes. Yeah. And the final thing I want to say, because I'm just feeling it very much in this moment, is, is this safari in particular feels like very fertile ground. Very ripe. Yep. Very ripe. Yep. Yep. Well, that feels complete from my end. What about you? Me too. I can only say, you know, it's a privilege to, this is my great passion, my great love. I love sharing Kenya and Africa, in fact, with others, whether it's the camel track, the safari. When we went to the Congo. Every experience is extraordinary. Every experience holds its own magic. Every experience pulls together the perfect soul family. And if you hear your heart saying yes, then just reach out and have a conversation is all there is to do is the next step. Yeah, and if you hear your heart say yes and you're scared? Definitely reach out and have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, thank you. I can't wait to be there. We arrive on the 5th of May in Nairobi. Yes. And we go to a very spectacular place, my goodness, uh, on that first day. And then we leave Nairobi on the 17th of May in the afternoon and head home. If Kenya in May is calling you, the next step is really simple. Just reach out and touch base and you can have a one-on-one -on -one with myself or a three-way with Giselle. But whatever you choose, ask yourself, what is going to make 2023 the breakthrough year for you. Enjoy, have fun. I'll see you on the next episode.